Hello everyone, this is Jay Dobbins, your host of the Marvel DC Universe Fan Club. We are now at episode 59, and I'll be discussing one topic, which will be my review on the Thor Ragnarok movie. So, spoiler alert, if you have not seen Thor Ragnarok, I strongly advise you not to listen to this podcast, sorry, this episode. So, you have been warned. So, um, I must say that, oh, well, I did see Thor Ragnarok, and I must say that, uh, well, I'll read it later, but we'll just, I'll just, I'm, one thing I can say right now is that it is, um, uh, it was more comedic than serious, because, you know, the first Thor film was more, was serious, with a slightly a little bit of humor, and then the second one was serious as well, with you know maybe a little bit of humor as well, but more serious of course. And then you have the Thor, then you have the third film, which is more, how can I say, more comedic than serious. So I'll get to that point, but um, <clears throat> yeah, there was a. So yeah, the film takes place when. Um, he's hanging from the chain from what looked like the underworld or Hades, of course. So, uh, and then, of course, the person that's in charge of that world is, um, dang, I can't remember the guy's name, but I, I know it starts with an S. But um, he was, um, I guess he had Thor captive. So, um, he's pretty much trying to distract him while, you know, try, while summoning his hammer. So, um, he eventually escapes. And, of course, you know, the it starts, uh, the first scene does start off as humorous. So, just letting you know, you know. But, yeah, um, also... It was like a little bit serious as well, and he eventually breaks free of his chains and uh, starts fighting off the, I guess, the king of Hades. I, I think his name starts with an S. I can't remember his name, but he'll probably come back to me later on. But um, so he's fighting off the minions, and he eventually escapes from Hades, of course. And, uh, of course, the dragon came out of Hades. It was a, I think it was like a dragon of some kind. Came out of Hades and was chasing Thor, of course. Oh, and uh oh, by the way, now I remember. The guy, the guy that ruled Hades or whatever that underground lair was, his name is uh Satur, pretty much. And he was in the voice of Satur was played by Clancy Brown, of course. Um and for those who don't know who Clancy Brown is, um, he is an actor best known for roles like uh, Sleepy Hollow, The Shawshank Redemption, SpongeBob SquarePants, Starship Troopers, and of course uh, Highlander. So, and he was also in that movie Hail Caesar with George Clooney. So, in case y'all didn't know who he is, but yeah, he's best known for his several roles, of course. But yeah, um. So, yeah, he eventually, uh, well, actually, come to think of it, 
uh, let's let's get back to the part where why he's in the 80s before he escapes. Turns out uh, he had Satur had the ability to enhance his anatomy. Well, matter of fact, he had the he had the ability to turn into a gigantic monster titan of some sort. So Thor found out he used his power, and um, I guess. He used his power, and he was—I guess—he was Sartre was sucked into his crown, and then after that, he escaped after finding out the minions, and then of course the dragon, the Hell Dragon or Hellfire or Hades Dragon or whatever, chases him, of course. So, and as he's flying around, the you know Thor's flying around with his hammer, with the with Sartre's crown that he's pretty much that Sartre was trapped in. And the um, the Hades dragon or whatever was chasing Thor while he's flying with his hammer, and while in dire need of getting back to his world, you know he thinks Hamdel was in charge of the Bifrost when, which is the Bifrost is what um, uh, Hamdel, played by Idris Elba, would use to transport Asgardian warriors to and from their destination, of course. Or to and from Asgard. So um, normally he would be in charge of the Bifrost, but then turns out Scourge was in, was the new Hemdel or the new guy that was guarding the Bifrost or whatever. So he is talked, but while you know he's pretty much distracted by two Asgardian women who are pretty hot, and he was showing off his weapons, including the assault rifles that he got from Texas, <laughs> pretty much, and. While Thor is in dire need of getting back to Asgard, getting transported to Asgard with the Hades dragon chasing him, Thor, um, you know, like Scourge was distracted or whatever, and of course, um, the I guess one of the Asgardian women could hear a voice in the background, and they knew it was coming from the Bifrost. So one of them asked Scourge if, the, you know, is this important because it sounded like it was important. So then Scourge is like, oh yeah, he uses the Bifrost and trans transports and transports Thor to Asgard, and of course, you know, the uh, what, you know, not, so yeah, when he used the Bifrost, it transported Thor and it transported part of the Hades dragon, pretty much tr transported his head back to Asgard, leaving blood and guts and all over the Bifrost and all over the. Um, all over Scourge's weapons, and of course the hot Asgardian women, pretty much. So, um, that being said, um, he was like, "Who are you?" You know, he Thor asked Scourge, "Who is he?" And he's like, "Oh, I'm." Wait a minute, I think that's what he asked him. Or, I guess he's like, "Where's Hamdel?" He's like, "Uh, I'm Scourge or whatever." And then, you know, Scourge tells him, "Hey, hey, I have to uh, announce you or." Uh, present you or whatever and um so as so thor flies to the asgardian kingdom and scourge follows him on foot pretty much which we, everybody thought was funny so then um loki turns out odin was disguised well actually loki was disguised as odin and they had a little play of what was supposed to be the events of thor dark world and Loki was the acting version of Loki in the play 
in the live theater or whatever, Loki was played by Matt Damon. Matt Damon, which was was the uh, stage acting version of Loki. And then Thor, I can't remember which actor played the live stage act stage live theater version of Thor, while Matt Damon played the live theater version of Loki, which everybody thought was funny, but people caught on. You know, matter of fact, my dad, well, you know, my dad, you know, he saw the movie with me. He was asking me if that was, he's like, is that Matt Damon? I was like, yep, Jason Bourne. So he got himself a little part in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, of course. So then um, Thor Thor arrives, you know, and then he he finally realizes that um, that Loki, that Odin or Loki was disguised as Odin pretty much. So he pretty much figured it out. And, of course, you know, Loki denies that he is Loki, and he's like, wait a minute, I'm Odin. So he uses his hammer and tries and, use, and uses Thor, and Thor uses Loki slash Odin as a shield. And before the hammer was able to, he was like, hey, if you're Odin, you should be able to stop my hammer from coming back to me or whatever. So, as, so it was, the hammer was aimed directly at Loki slash Odin, and then... As it was, as the hammer was getting close, he um, he uh, finally just gave up and is like, "Okay, I give up. I, I'm done." You know, so he pretty much unmasked himself as Loki, pretty much. And then everybody was pretty pretty much surprised that Loki was disguised as Odin the entire time. So he has the ability has the ability to uh, imitate others. You know, it's kind of like a shape shifting thing, pretty much, but. Um, also, he, um, he, like, Thor later on asked, you know, he's like, where is, uh, you know, he's like, where is, uh, Odin? You know, where is our father? So, he, uh, transports, he goes back to, I think, London, I think. I think that's where he was at, London. And then, um, he, uh... Dang, okay, I can't remember. Uh, oh, that's right. <laughs> he was um, he was right where the they were at a homeless shelter or whatever, where Loki uh, dropped or where Loki put um, Odin at. So and then he was like, "This is where you put my father." He's like, "Yeah, this is exactly where I left him." He's like, "Oh yeah, now you left them in a house where it's pretty much torn down or whatever." So then there's a portal that goes right underneath. Um, Loki, and then it pre- we pretty much caught on because we because we recognized that power of creating portals, and it turns out it was Doctor Strange that um, used a portal un- from underneath Loki, and then um, Strange um, he I guess Doctor he was uh, he trans I guess they both like I think Strange transported Thor to his um place and they were right where they left off from the Doctor Strange film and the post credits were you know Thor is wondering where Loki and Odin was and he and Strange was like hey if you uh like hey if you um you know if I tell you where Loki and Odin are you know we leave um earth and he was like yeah he's like, okay let's do it so it turns out, strange, you know, strange knew where Loki was, 
So he used a he used a strand of Thor's hair to create a portal, which led to um, Odin. And then <laughs> Thor's like, "Oh wait a minute, what about my brother?" He's like, "Oh yeah." He opens a portal, and like Odin comes. I mean, not Odin. Sorry, Loki comes out on the and hits the ground face first, which everybody thought was funny. He was like, "I was falling for thirty something minutes," you know, which they which everybody thought was funny. So um, they find Odin, and Odin is pretty much out in somewhere, which will probably look like it was like Scotland or whatever. I can't tell. But then he warns them that. You know he doesn't have so Odin warns Thor and Loki that he has no time that he doesn't have much time left because his um daughter Hela, which Hela is the daughter of Odin, and which well the firstborn and of course the sister of Thor, so yeah, and Hela is played by the fabulous Kate Blanchett, so. You know, before Hela arrives, you know, he, I guess he's at peace. He vanishes or disintegrates or whatever. And then, um, you know, he, like, Thor blamed Loki, pretty much. But then Hela arrives, and they try, and Loki didn't, was like, no, we can't fight her. She's too strong. Thor throws his hammer at um, Hela. Hela stops the hammer. And tears it to pieces, pretty much. Or breaks it in pieces. So yes, there goes Thor's hammer, unfortunately. But um, then, later on... Uh, oh, wait a minute. Time to think of it. Before that happened... Um, you know, uh, Hela found her way to Asgard and killed... Uh, Volstag and killed um, uh, dang, what's the other guy's name? Uh, he killed off Volstag and uh, Fandral. So, rest in peace, uh, Volstag and Fandral. So, unfortunately, you know. I was hoping it would be in um, the, uh... but yeah, I was I was hoping that they would be in the Avengers Infinity War, but I guess that's not going to happen since they're dead. Then, um, you know, like he killed, like so, after Hela killed um, Volstagg and Fandral, um, which they were in the previous Thor movies. Thor 1 and 2, um, Scourge was spared. And she she found Scourge to be very useful. And then later on, we find out later on that um, there was no peace. You know, it turns out there was... History was pretty much full of lies. Uh, not history was full of lies. turns out um, Odin tried to rewrite history, falsely rewrite history, turns out they um Hela and Odin raided, killed, that type of thing. And um let's see what else? Oh yeah. Turns out um Hela was becoming more 
um, powerful than Odin, of course. Odin didn't like that, so he imprisoned her, sent her away, and then she was came back for revenge. But um, so that was the story. Turns out we now know the truth about Odin. So Odin wasn't this, you know, guy that everybody thought he was. Um, but then, oh, also, um, you know, later on there was a battle between. Uh, I think it was uh, dang, what was that guy's name? Hog, yeah, Hogan. Hogan and his warriors were killed by. Um, I think it was yeah, they were killed by Hela. And you know, yeah, they were sing. Uh, Hela, Hela killed Hogan and his men single-handedly, I believe. Um. So Hogan didn't give up without a fight. So, yeah. So Hogan was last to die, and, you know, hell a killer, you know, killed him last. So, um, with that going on, uh, trying to think. It was, um, I'm sorry, this movie is very long. Uh, later on, I guess Thor's banished, found himself. Oh, wait a minute. The Bifrost. That's what it was. They tried to escape from the Bifrost, and Hela followed them, throwing Thor and um, throwing Thor and Loki off course, pretty much, to another world, which is how Hela got to Asgard. So I just pretty much remember that. And that's when she that's when she killed Fandral and Volstag, pretty much. But um so Thor found his way to the to the Game Master's world and she he la he's later captured by Valkyrie. And Valkyrie in Valkyrie she bring uh she brings Thor to um the Game Master's um uh, fortress and to prepare him for the games, pretty much. So, um, and then he, you know, he's while they try and get, they try, they try to cut his hair, get him a makeover, or whatever, to prepare him with armor. And then there's a cameo by Stan Lee. Stan Lee's the, I guess the, um, the guy who's the guy who cuts Thor's hair, pretty much. And he's like, then you know, Stan Lee's like. You know, he's the barber, and he's like, hey, I haven't done this in a while. So he's like, Thor's like, if you cut my hair, you will face the wrath of the Lord of, of the God of Thunder. And then he has the tremors, like, nee, nee, nee. and he's like, oh, please, thank, please, kind sir, don't cut my hair, you know. So he went from, you know, being all tough to, oh, my God, please don't cut my hair. I was like, uh-huh, that was funny. Um, so then, um. So then Thor is in the arena and runs across Hulk. He's excited to see him, but then realizes that, okay, you know, I guess Hulk didn't care. So um, Hulk bested him for a while, and then Thor came back on him. And then the Game Master cheated by using that device on his neck to um, electrocute him, therefore making it look as if Hulk won pretty much. 
I guess and he just stepped on him, screen goes black, and then they're pretty much healing um Thor. So um with that going on, turns out, you know, he's pretty much in Hulk's lair. And you know, I'm gonna I'm just gonna make a short. Um yeah, so like uh Valkyrie persuades Oh, sorry, Thor persuades Valkyrie to fight and escape, give the Game Master's world. She's like, no. And then later on, she decides to help him. And Loki decides to help them as well. So, because it turns out Loki was in the same world when thrown off course during that transportation of the Bifrost or teleportation of the Bifrost or whatever. Um, so, yeah, it turns out he was in the same world or whatever, and he finds his, he helps escape along with Hulk or, well, Bruce Banner rather. Um, so they're pretty much fighting the Game Masters men, and then they eventually escape. Then um, they eventually find their way to Asgard. Asgard's pretty much about to fall, and Hamdel. Well, he made an appearance. He mean he made an appearance earlier. Earlier, you know, seek um helping the Asgardian people escape, but they eventually, but the um, but Hela and her men eventually find them, and they are almost killed. But then Thor came in along with Loki, and Hulk, um. And Valkyrie, and so they helped save, you know, helped save them, and they, and then they were on this big ship, which allowed them to transport. But Scourge decided not to fight alongside Hela, and just, but then Scourge decided to fight against Hela, and unfortunately he was killed. So I'm pretty pretty pissed off about that. So I was looking forward to seeing Scourge in Infinity War because there was rumors going on that he was going to be in the Infinity War movie. So rest in peace, Scourge, played by Carl Urban. And then um, later on, Thor, uh, Hulk, like uh, not Hulk, but uh, Thor eventually fights Hela, and then they figured out a way to try to defeat Hela by using Satur's, um the Eternal Fire. Loki used the Eternal Fire to uh, to um, resurrect or unleash Satur from his from his crown pretty much um so then you know uh Hela best he uh she he sorry she she best Thor and Valkyrie and then she tells them that oh you know they can't defeat her and he's like well yeah but he can which was Satur who was pretty much turned into a giant fiery titan figure and you know Hela is pretty much in fear but she eventually tries to fight she eventually fights him and of course I guess it what looks like she looks like she's defeated and of course the Asgardian planet the Asgardian world explodes just like Krypton did pretty much in Superman but um so then they're on the ship but then he but he Later on, you know, before all this happens, he had a vision of his him and his father, and he was like, "Hey, you know, what can I do? Asgard's gonna fall." He's like, "Asgard's not a place; it's a people, pretty much." So he 
finds that finds out about that later on and now he's they're trying to they wanted to move create a new Asgardian place which was they wanted to go on Earth I guess Ohio or whatever so yeah and then um yeah so now he's pretty so Thor is pretty much king of Asgard but um, just want to let you know during his during his battle with Hela he had his eye was gone and now he he has one eye so he has an eye pouch on his Right eye, I believe. Right eye, that's what it was. So yeah, um, so yeah, he sits in his chair, the king's chair on the on the on the ship, and yeah, rolls credits pretty much. But um, oh, and there were post credit scenes where he's talking to Loki, and then on the ship, and then this big, huge, giant ship shadows them. So turns out i'm guessing it's thanos but we all think it's thanos that's on that big ship so that's the post-credit scene and then the and then the end credit scene um i guess game master's on a ship and of course the people in game master's world create a rebellion or whatever and he tries to take credit for that so but that's when you know i think that i think it looks like the rebellion people were turning on game master pretty much so but yeah that's how that part ends but um so i'll give it a 79 out of 100 and seven out of five stars pretty much sorry a seven seven out of ten stars i don't know why i said seven out of five but yeah seven out of ten stars and i guess three and a half out of five stars so um, the cinematography was excellent. The costume designing was excellent. The I guess the theme was the theme was cool. I mean, they were trying to do the Guardians of the Galaxy type theme, but I don't think that they should have made it more comedic. But you know, they made it comedic more comedic than serious. So I think that is what kind of messed it up just a tad bit. But um, other than that, you know, I would still watch Thor Ragnarok a second time, regardless. But um, yeah, it was. Uh, I mean, it was okay. It wasn't as good as I hoped it would be. But if it was more serious, it would have been a lot better. But um, yes. Um, also, you know, I did like yeah, that's right. The concept art, I like the illustration, like how they how everything was set up. I like how they did Hulk, and I think that you know they picked the right guy for the game, for the game master, which was played by Jeff Goldblum. So I like Jeff Goldblum pretty much, and um, the writing was okay, but special effects were excellent. So give it that. Oh, and then by the way, there's a rumor going on the Hella will be in the Infinity War film because they said, oh, there's a Behela's dead. I was like, yeah, but there was no body. So there's a possibility that she's still alive. And there's, there's also another rumor going on that she, that Hela has the sixth Infinity Stone, which is a soul stone. I think that's the orange one. We thought Adam Warlock was going to have that, but there's rumors going on that Hela had the sixth Infinity Stone. So, but yeah, um... We'll talk more about the Infinity War and the Hela being in Infinity War later on. But the squash, and I'm going to squash the rumors about certain people 
from the Thor series, from the Thor movies that are going to be making an appearance in the um, Infinity War. Volstagg will not make an appearance in the Infinity War, neither will Hamdel, and neither will Scourge, even though there were rumors going on about Scourge being in the Infinity War. But, um, you know, if they were ever going to put him in that, you know, we don't even know how, you know, he would even, how they would even bring him back into that. But, um, but yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to squash the rumors, squash the rumors on that because there was rumors going on that he was going to be in Infinity War. But, journey by what I've seen in the movie, it ain't going to happen. So, and I uh, just want to let everybody know that the Infinity War movie is in production. So, but yeah, um, feel free to visit us and like us on Facebook. We are all we are available on iTunes, the Google Play Music app, and of course YouTube.